this is Dr. Robin Axelrod. On my drive to work one morning, I thought, how could I promote unity between OTA and OTA students? How could I foster communication and leadership skills and promote our amazing profession? Welcome to my OT Journey podcast. Welcome to my OT Journey podcast. Today, we're joined with several guests. It's a really exciting episode. And we're joined with Shanna Corbin, who's the owner and occupational therapist and a CHT. She's the owner of Corbin Health and Rehab Group, which is a telehealth company, and she'll explain all about her company and how it was built. Um, we're also joined with six students, six occupational therapy students from Salus University, University of Scranton, Temple University, and Gwen Mercy University. And welcome. Welcome to our podcast, everyone. Thank you so much. We appreciate being here. Great. So let's start out. I mean, this is, um, you know, telehealth is the new, the new thing right now in healthcare. Everyone's doing telehealth, uh, adults, children, and, you know, it, it's really something that we've seen a lot of progress, um, a lot of new skills learned as occupational therapists, even for myself as an OT. I, I never did telehealth until the pandemic. And um, it, it's a really good thing that, you know, many therapists were new to um, and definitely students and fieldwork experiences. So let me start with just asking um, Shanna about your OT journey. How did you come to OT? Did you know that this was your career of choice from early on? And how did your career evolve over time to where you are today? Yes, I, um, you know, I, years ago, I never really thought about OT. I never really knew about it. I was a... Uh, um, I an undergrad major in biology at University of Delaware, actually, and I was studying more so in marine biology. I thought I'd be a marine biologist, so never really had any idea of what OT was. Um, and then I uh, I joined the Peace Corps after school, and then ended up working with with a bunch of nurses in the health field. And when I came back from the Peace Corps experience, I ended up looking into um, graduate programs. And so for me, I found OT. Um, through some of my searches and found OT to be kind of like the bridge between the stiff medical environment and real life. And so that really interested me because of all the potential. Um, when I actually got into school, I went to Jefferson and got my master's in occupational therapy many moons ago. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I have since been actually working in hand therapy for nine plus years. And I didn't know I wanted to be in hand therapy necessarily either, but I tended to just kind of veer towards some of the science classes. So I really liked some of the anatomy courses. And so I had a, um, I ended up having a fieldwork rotation in hand therapy and really loved the mix of art and science. And to me, that just kind of drew me in. And in particular, I just really grew to love ergonomics and anything work-related because you could really be a strong advocate, which is really I really enjoy um, when I'm working with patients. <laughs> so it's, it's interesting now how I've seen things progress. I've been, you know, certainly a therapist in an, in, in an outpatient clinic working face-to-face, hand-to-hand with, with people for several years. I never thought really that I'd be doing anything telehealth related, but several years ago I did have an idea of developing an online virtual ergonomic assessment because I kind of thought that might be a good idea. You know, I, I think that could work because I, I saw that a lot of companies were sending, you know, these ergonomic people to a lot of, you know, some of my patients, 
um, workplaces, and they were sending these ergonomic places for ergonomic assessments. Um, and a lot of the companies, though, were um, not really able to afford some of those in-house assessments. And I thought, what if we did a virtual platform? Maybe we could speak to the bottom line of some of these companies. Um, so I, I basically I wrote that idea down on what I call my vision board on my phone, and then sat on it. And years later, when the epidemic hit just this past March, um, I was initially shocked because my company was struggling, just like many others, and the threat of potentially being laid off or let go was very real. Um, we ended up being let go as, as per diem employees for you know several weeks, and so during that time, I thought no better time than to develop a telehealth company. I thought telehealth, you know, was really opening up at the time, and I thought that'd be a great platform to eventually move into, you know, ergonomics assessment and kind of do what I'd like to do with it. Um, and so I, that was that was kind of it. I remember waking up one morning when I normally would be at work, and I just had this nagging idea hit me that this is the time to start something. And at the same time, I had a student at that time in March who um, whose field work was canceled due to the epidemic because, you know, all these students, um, and it's still continuing to happen, have had field work rotations canceled, and that has actually delayed their graduation. And so at the time, I had a student working with me, and so I reached out to her, and I just came up with this idea, and I said, hey, I'm going to write up a proposal to offer you an alternative fieldwork rotation. And I'm going to call it Program Development and Emerging Practice Development um, so that you can graduate, and then in return, you can help me with building a business. So that's what I did. And at the time, we didn't know any of the logistics or anything like that. We just kind of rolled with it. I wrote the proposal up. Um, this was a student at Gwyn and Mercy. And then I um, gained two students during that time, and we built um, the company essentially. We kind of we went through all the LLC paperwork. We developed a, a, a website. We looked into the HIPAA compliant platform. We you know chose logos, and since then I've had um, generation two and what I call generation three of students here. Um, generation two and generation three are with me now. Um, and so that's been my, my goal is, is that I'm going to have continuous overlapping students from various schools that will um, kind of carry this on. Um, some of our ideas are still developing. Some of our you know, resources are developing. There's so much potential. Um, there's so many things that we've recorded. We've learned so much together. We have probably 400 pages of Google Docs just written down on you know, policies, procedures for our own company. Um, wow. So we're definitely we're definitely um, on the right path. It feels good. It feels right. Um, and so I guess you know my vision is is to keep going and to persevere with this. Um, and I think what I really want to harness in this whole thing is I want to harness the OT mental construct. You know, as, as OTs, every day we go to work and we teach people how to see the potential and the possibilities in themselves. And I kind of want to apply that to this business is every day I want to, you know, try to remind myself and students of the potentials of telehealth. I want to be able to see the capabilities and the potential for what we can do through telehealth. Because it's so simple to see the limitations. But yeah. Seeing what we can do is, is what our, our goal is. And so um, what we've decided so far is, 
you know, definitely there's a big opening for ergonomics and assessment and consultation and so much that, that patients and clients still need. And when you think about it, most of therapy is education so that we can do that. Right. It's, it's so that that's where we amazing. are today. That, that really sounds amazing. Yeah. I mean, you know, um, people have ideas all the time and it's not always the right time or people are nervous, you know, fearful to start new ideas, but this sounds like it just came at the right time. Like it just meant, it was meant to be at that point. I mean, the pandemic was not, you know, it's not a good thing, but you used it for a positive, which is so important. And you know, so many therapists were down at that point because of lack of work mm-hmm. and being unemployed and patients getting sick. Mm-hmm. I had, you know, a few patients of mine that passed away. It was really downtime in our profession and someone like you that's building a practice based on that and working to, you know, introduce new aspects and new initiatives to the OT profession and for students especially is amazing. I mean, I, I'm a former um, fieldwork coordinator, academic fieldwork coordinator, and, and, and I feel the pain of those students that were missing out on those fieldwork experiences. So the fact that you are offering this type of experience is really, really, truly amazing. And um, thank, we thank you. you for that. I, I really thank you for that, for stepping up to the plate and doing that for students. So, um, and that's definitely what I hope, and it's become very important to me that students learn and gain from this as well. And I think, yeah. you know, I think that, you know, lifelong skills, for one, confidence in, 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 in themselves, confidence in your abilities is one of the best things that I think students can learn, and that's definitely what I, I hope that all students take away from this. Yeah, I mean, it definitely, you know, these skills are so important, and it's not, these skills are not the skills that you're learning in school, typically. You know, um, they're usually, you know, skills that you're, you're learning in the field, and nobody really gets that experience unless they're part of something like this. So, um, you know, and usually through many trial and errors, you know, um, if you're not having this experience, you're not really sure what to do. You know, you have to look for a mentor, and you built this whole field work and your whole business based on you mentoring the students, which I think is so amazing. Um, they'll definitely Thank use you. your skills for life, for sure. Yeah, um, so one more, yeah. yeah, one more, one more question for you before I go on to the students. I'm curious what they have to say about these experiences. Um, what, what type of student would you think would be, you know, a perfect match or ideal match for your placement? Yeah, so the ideal student is definitely, um, is definitely the self-initiated student. Um, I have, I am so grateful for the students that I have working for me at Charge. All of them seem to be so invested, and I just absolutely, I can't thank them enough. Um, and so uh, definitely, you know, the, the type of student should be one that's, you know, self, a self-directed learner, can initiate things, and is interested in the process. Um, I realized that, you know, because there is, you know, so many fieldwork placements that are being canceled and so many students in need of, of field works in order to graduate, I realized that I was going to have to have an interview process in order to kind of, you know, weed, so to speak, weed some of these some of the students out. But what I you know, what I really just want to make sure of is that the students are interested. It's interest, you know. If these are the the types of skills that they want to learn, that's that's what I want to know, you know. It's not for everyone but certainly um, for the right student who's interested in this sort of thing, who possibly even wants to own a business of their own one day, this can be a great learning experience for them, and that's what I hope for. Yeah. No, it sounds like there are so many, you know, ideas, um, startup um, projects that, you know, that just, 
you know, you never really have a chance to experience that until you're opening up your own practice and you're having, you know, your failures or your challenges and your learning all the steps as you go, but this is really preparing you for, for that. So that I think is something that's really, really amazing. Um, I'm just going to go yeah. on to the students now because I'm so curious mm -hmm. what they have to say about yeah. this experience. I know that students are typically or have been typically, um, you know, a little bit anxious or a little bit nervous about telehealth experiences because even as an OT and myself, you know, I was new to telehealth. So for students, they're really, you know, they're really new to telehealth. And it's, you know, it's not a new idea, but because it became full time, that was really something um, that was new. And um, I'm going to start with, you know, you have to brought in some newer students that are just starting their fieldwork and students that are, you know, been through the process and have really experienced your fieldwork experience with your business. So um, starting out, we're just, I'm just going to ask um, Alex Alexander, who's from Gwynedd Mercy University, um, about how did you come to this placement? What were your thoughts? Was, you know, is this something, that, what, what sparked your interest in this type of fieldwork experience? Um, so I was presented with this placement um, through my fieldwork um, coordinator. She presented it to me. Uh, two of our students are the co-founder with Shanna. Um, and what sparked my interest was the aspect of just telehealth because um, during the pandemic, I noticed that, like, a lot of people's placements were being canceled. Um, I, I work at a nursing home currently, and I've seen how it was affecting the occupational therapists that um, I work alongside. I, I work in their the dietary department. So I was just curious to see, like, what the company had to offer and what they were going to contribute during this time. And it's, um, it's, it's, very, it's amazing. It's our, my first week, but it's amazing to see, like, how much they've accomplished in such a short time um, and how much each student has invested into the company. It's very admirable. Wow, I mean, sounds like um, you know it's it's new, but it's still very exciting and um, organized. And sounds like there's a, a great team working together with other students, and also with Shanna as the you know as your mentor, as your supervisor. Sounds like there's a great team working together, and I think that's really important for a student to feel that you know that there is a team involved, and you know, and teamwork is really you know um, the best way to work. So I think that's a you know really exciting part of this experience. Thank you for sharing that, Alex. And I was going to say, too, and, and each student, um, like when, when we first got on board as uh, Generation 3, um, we see the enthusiasm and the investment that the previous generation has um, brought to charge. So it just makes us equally as excited to contribute and come up with ideas and um, see where the company is going to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure, definitely. I mean, just speaking to Shanna, I mean, there are so many different projects that you started and documents, you know, policy and procedure, there's a lot that goes into starting a business. So um, it sounds like there's a lot of work that has been done and, you know, there's always work to do. There's, the learning process is always, you know, our companies are always evolving and growing over time. So um, I'm glad that you're able to be part of that. Carrie is from Temple University. Hi, Carrie. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Okay, so let me just ask you, what were your initial thoughts when you were placed at, um, at CHARGE? So my initial thoughts, um, I think just like anybody else who might have gotten a telehealth placement rather than an in-person placement, just because telehealth is so new, um, I definitely had questions about 
it. And during uh, my interview process, I actually talked to Shanna about that, asking her, you know, how has telehealth been different than in being in person? Um, and she was very honest, you know, saying that there's, it's not a perfect system, but it's that telehealth is definitely here to stay. And there's a lot, a lot of pros to it um, during this pandemic. So I think talking to her about that got me more excited because, because telehealth is here to stay, it's going to give, it's going to give an opportunity that I might not have had otherwise. Um, mm-hmm. And then just researching her company prior and just getting really excited about the passion that she has for this. Um, you know, it's a very unique setting because we have that uh, client interaction that, um, you know, our treatment sessions, but then it's also a placement where we get to do the behind the scenes of the business and we get to see all the marketing and we get to see all the work that gets to be put in on that business aspect, which is not, you know, you would not normally see in your normal placement. So I think it's kind of like the best of both worlds, especially if you're maybe one day want to go into the business aspect of it, you getting all this experience alongside of, you know, the clinical aspect of it. Uh, no, that, that sounds that sounds realistic and real and, you know, going into a, a, a new a field work itself is, you know, definitely full of anxiety, but definitely going into a different setting that you're not used to can definitely bring some anxiety. And I'm, I'm glad that, um, that you were able to work with Shannon. and she's able to, you know, show you how great telehealth is and all the positives to it and how she built her business on that. Um, Rachel is also from Temple University. She's also a, a, a third generation, correct, student? Um, so Rachel, what was the onboarding process like, um, the application process to become a student for CHARGE? I know that Shanna said it was a pretty, you know, um, thorough um, process. What was it like from the, from beginning to end? If you could just explain mm-hmm. that for us. Yeah, so I, um, like Alex, found out through my support coordinator, and basically she, you know, she actually had the opportunity to meet with the generation two, uh, or it actually might have been the first one as well, but they, she got to um, learn a lot from them about, like, what Charge has been doing and, like, um, everything that they've accomplished. So she got firsthand experience with Charge, and then she presented the idea to um, a student, and then um, we were able to contact her if we were interested in the site, um, and then after that, we were uh, given an interview with Shanna and their team to just see if, you know, we both felt like this was the right fit for, for CHARGE, like as the student and um, the CHARGE team as well. Um, so, uh, yeah, um, so I'm in my first week with CHARGE, and, you know, with that, I'm learning a lot about, you know, the whole process, the business, um, the whole clinical side as well. It's kind of neat because the generation two some of them are leaving at the end of this week, so they get the opportunity to kind of lead and help us and, like, you know, pass on their energy, as Alex was saying, on to us, um, which is really neat to see. Um, it's not, you know, something you get to see a lot or work with in your field work, so it's, it's a really nice process. Yeah, that's a good transition, you know, having the, the past students just, you know, acquaint and um, 
orient the new students to the field work before they leave. I think that's a really a great transition. Um, we're on to our generation two, or our almost completed field work students. Our students are almost done with their field work experience, and congratulations to all of you. Um, you know, definitely a, a feat during this, um, you know, really hectic uh, time in our profession. So we're going to start with Kimberly. Kimberly's from University of Scranton. And Kimberly, can you just tell us what a day-to-day -day, um, schedule looks like? What does your day-to-day -day experience feel like in this fieldwork setting? Sure. So our typical day is we usually meet around we meet around like nine nine thirty in the morning. Um, we all meet as a team our, us of students, and then we work on different projects throughout the the morning, the afternoon. So some of our projects include like marketing for the company. Uh, business administration kind of things, like checking emails, corresponding with other professionals, companies. Um, we build, like we've, a lot of time we've spent on building home exercise programs where we um, will research conditions and kind of collaborate on the best exercises to create a home exercise program for the specific condition. We create videos um, of home exercise programs, wording, uh, for like a packet to give or email to our clients. So each day we kind of have a different project uh, and agenda. And one of the big things about this placement is being very adaptable and, and how one day something can pop up and that we have to finish or complete. And that can take like the whole, the whole morning and then some other things might have to be pushed on to other days. So another great thing throughout the morning when we're all working as a team is all of us get to share our ideas and collaborate on where, um, what project we want to work on for the day. Uh, we'll also work on marketing out to our clients. So we have social media pages where we'll try and target our audience based um, on certain like conditions that we will that we'll post information about. Uh, so we're just trying to target that audience for our clientele. And then in the afternoon, we all break for lunch, and we will have some independent work to do. So this is where being that like independent worker and learner is a very important component of this company. So we'll research conditions. Um, we'll make uh, phone calls to companies to try and market, get our name out there and kind of finish anything up, keep checking emails, um, and just be being prepared to kind of expand our knowledge base as much as possible. And then in the like, evening, around oh, wow. 6 o'clock, um, <laughs> we all kind of meet together as a team with Shanna, and we kind of just talk about what we did throughout the day. We plan for what our next course of action is be, what we want to do at, for the next day, week, and Shanna is so awesome. Like she'll, we'll discuss conditions, um, really dive into some upper extremity conditions. She showed us splinting, because um, since we focus on upper extremity rehab, ergonomic adjustments and stuff, so really um, she's a great teacher and has taught us so much in our evening meetings. And have, we've dove into so many topics and learned such extensive information. So it's a busy day, but we get so much done, and we're always having fun doing it. Yeah, that sounds like a really packed day, but a really good experience. So I'm glad that you know you're able to experience that. That's really a special field work. Um, thank you for sharing that with us, Kimberly. 
Now we're going to go on to Jessica. Jessica is a student from Salus University. And Jessica, can you tell us um, what type of skills a student would gain from this experience? Life skills, business skills, OT skills? What have you, what have you gained yeah. from this experience? How will it help you in your practice? Yeah. yeah, so that's actually a huge thing that makes this fieldwork placement a lot different than what we consider to be a traditional placement. I think the business aspect alone of it gives us that insight to more skills. So that business administration where we're checking emails, we're doing, looking up billing companies, seeing what insurances we'll accept, um, building our mission statement, our vision statement, seeing all that groundwork that you don't normally see with a company that you go into as just a fieldwork student that's already well established. Another thing is with documentation, we do a lot of creation ourselves. So all of our note-taking, our progress notes, and other evaluations that we also create ourselves are all from us. We're not taking many from other places. Sometimes we'll adapt existing assessments, but other than that, we are building the foundation for our own documentation, our own assessment, and our own resource library. Like Kim just touched the base on, we are creating all new home exercise programs. And then also just the marketing aspect. The marketing aspect has been huge with our Generation 2 phase. So just experiencing it from that end, and I always say that I believe marketing ties in with OT perfectly in terms of advocacy. We are always advocating for our profession, for our clients. So with this setting, we're advocating that if clients can't receive services through outpatient or if they're too afraid to go outside and they want to be home due to the pandemic, like we are an affordable and accessible option for them so that they're still able to receive the services that they need. So we kind of highlight those business aspects, the marketing aspect, the documentation. These are skills that we do in everyday traditional settings, but we are seeing the basis and the groundwork of all those skills. Hey, that sounds great. Um, one more question for you, um, if, if I can, for Jessica. Um, what would you tell yeah. students that are entering this field work? What, what, what is a, good, a few good tips that you would tell them or advice that you would give them? Oh boy. I mean, mm -hmm. it's just, it's an experience that you wouldn't expect. It's an experience that I didn't expect. You have to go in with an open mind and be, as Shanna was saying earlier, you have to be self-driven. You have to have a passion for this. And if you do, you will go really far with this company. We are always allowed to express our own opinions and they're taken very seriously and our considerations are well taken. So I would just say that if you have an interest in telehealth, you have an interest in hands or upper extremity rehabilitation, this is, again, telehealth is here to stay, kind of what mm -hmm. Rachel touched on. So just self-driven, independent worker, and yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. Thank you for sharing that with us. Um, we have one more question for one more student. Madison is a student from Salus University. Welcome, Madison. Can you tell us, um, you know, Every, every experience, every part of the OT journey is really, you know, part success and part failure slash learning experiences. Can you tell us one success that you've had or something that you're, you know, excited about or um, proud of what you accomplished during your fieldwork and then one story of challenge or failure where, you know, you've learned some lessons from that experience? Yeah, 
Yeah, absolutely. So first off, I want to start by saying thank you so much again for having us um, on your show tonight. It's an honor to be here. Um, but as far as success, honestly, the biggest thing I can think of is just being part of such a valuable experience that we're, we're, we're providing therapy to people who would not necessarily be able to get it otherwise. Um, so being part of something that we're building from the ground up, we have been here from the foundation. We started with not even a name, um, and now we have a name, we have a logo, we have a website. We're offering people products on our website. Every day we're becoming more and more of a company, and it's just so amazing to watch and see how much this company has grown. And personally, my success is being a part of it. Um, I think mm -hmm. that in five years, in 10 years, I'm going to look back and be like, wow, I was there when this started. Um, I, I was able to assist with growing a company that's able to provide therapy services for people that would not necessarily be able to get it otherwise. And I think that that is so important to remember um, as we as we face with we face struggles and difficulties every day, but just keeping that in the in the back of your mind that you're making such a difference in people's lives, and that's why you're doing this. And again, mm -hmm. that's why you're becoming an occupational therapist in general. So that's probably my success is being a part of okay. the foundation of charge. Yeah. Right, right. No, it's definitely, it's a, it's a lot of work and it's definitely a, a great feeling to, to be able to accomplish so much, especially in the beginning of the business. There's so much that needs to get done and it's all new and exciting and to be part of that is really special. So thank you for sharing that. What about some challenges that, I mean, definitely challenging to start up a, you know, company. What, what are some challenges that you faced or that you, you know, have experienced? Yeah, so um, this is all new to me. I mean, marketing, business, I, I did not go into the business world for a reason. Um, so coming up with new ways to market, coming up with different ways to get our name out there, it's all a struggle. It's every day we're like, well, what can we do today to reach one more person? Just get our name out there to one more person, and maybe that person will be our first customer or our first mm -hmm. client. Um, mm -hmm. And so that's a, that's a real struggle is trying to continue to get our name out there and really grow this company. Uh, because like I said, it's, that's, we didn't learn that in school. I mean, we learned diagnoses of the upper extremity, but you didn't learn, all right, well, how do you get individuals in your door? How do you, how do you start a company? So uh, that has been a struggle. Trying, like I said, just trying to come up with new ideas every day to continue enhancing this company, continue growing it, and continue trying to enhance more and more people's lives. Yeah, no, it, it's definitely, it's, it's definitely, you know, it's definitely a challenge, especially now, you know, after the, you know, during and now, you know, with the aftermath of the pandemic, there's, you know, it's just right. a different, you know, different world. Like, you know, you know, treating patients is different. Patients themselves are unsure about a lot of things. And, you know, this is something new. Um, especially, you know, for the older population, you know, that may not be as tech-savvy as the younger population, um, there definitely, you know, are some challenges with that um, for everyone. So, um, yeah, yeah I and really you kind of, I was going to say, you kind of hit on my next point is trying to market this to so many different populations, trying to make this something that's accessible for older adults while it's also accessible for 
younger people. Um, mm-hmm. We've had we've had a couple practice patients and a couple trial sessions, and surprisingly, the older individuals actually had more success than the younger ones. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, just trying to make it friendly for every user that attempts to use our platform. Right. No, it's. It's a lot. It's a lot of work and a lot of thought, a lot of creativity and problem solving that goes into that process. I'm sure. So thank you for sharing Absolutely. that with us. Thank you for sharing. Absolutely. Um, students, students are. Uh, you know, all of you. You are amazing. Um, I, you know, I only hope that um, all the students that come into charge will have the same experience, and I'm sure they will. And you know, have so much enthusiasm and creativity and passion for this company. Jenna, um, is there anything else that you'd like to share with us about your experience, about your company, um, before we go tonight? I think that, you know, just recon- what I'm recognizing now uh, with building a business is that you're always going to go through phases. And so, you know, the next round of students won't necessarily have the same experience as these students. And, and, um, and so it, as it continues to grow, so we're going to be in different phases. And so that's the interesting thing I'm learning about the business development aspect. So, uh, but we're having such a great time. Uh, we encourage people to explore alternative, you know, alternative types of therapy platforms and telehealth. Uh, certainly, we've found it rewarding so far, and we continue to keep going. That sounds great. Um, I'm going to just share your contact information for our audience just so they can go on your website and you know check out your Facebook and Instagram page and see all the amazing things that you're working on. So the website is charge C H R G therapy dot com. Again that's C H R G therapy dot com and um, the Facebook page is Corbin Health and Rehab Group L L C and on Instagram Correct. at charge C H R G therapy. So I I really Truly appreciate um, you know what you've done in terms of you know innovating um, this practice to meet the needs of you know the community that you serve and you know for those that are unable to access services this is definitely um, a you know a, a real support and service for them so I thank you for that and I and I thank you for taking students and thinking about this as a option for field work because it really is a struggle at this point um, to match students up with placements and especially, you know, um, better placements. So this, this is a, an ideal placement for a student, it sounds like. And, uh, and I really thank you for all your work on this. And it was great well, speaking thank, to all well, of you, thank you tonight. For, yeah. Yeah, well, thank you for having us. We really appreciate this experience. Sure. And, um, I, you know, hopefully those um, that are interested in finding out more about your services will look on your website, Facebook, and Instagram, and we'll contact you um, accordingly. So thank you so much for joining us, and I wish all of you luck as you end your fieldwork, start fieldwork, and graduate and join our amazing profession. <laughs> so Absolutely. good night, everyone. We're going to be having Thank you. Yes, I'm sure. Thank you. And and. And thank you, Shanna, for mentoring them and for taking them on for this experience. Oh, I've had a good night, everyone. Yeah. Good night. Okay. Good night. It was great speaking thank to all you. of you. Bye bye. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Thank you to the student contributors. If you liked it, please subscribe to our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google. You can also follow us on social media. 
on Facebook at My OT Journey and on Instagram at My OT Journey Podcast. Thanks for listening. Go OT!